Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Care Inspectorate's podcast on meaningful connection. My name is Barbara Lawson and I'm joined today by Louise Kelly, who works as a Senior Improvement Advisor for the Care Inspectorate's CAPA project. And in this episode today, we're going to talk about the importance of getting out and about to support our well-being and connection. So Louise, thank you for coming on today and um, great to to have you on board and would you be able to tell us a bit about um, the Kappa and this this um, connection and how that all links together? Yeah absolutely um, yeah the Care About Physical Activity program just very briefly we're working with um, adults and older people across Scotland and we're really focusing on having a great life wherever you live in whatever that means to you and it's in term with a particular focus in in terms of staying connected staying um, active and doing things that are meaningful to you yeah that's great thank you and obviously we're thinking about getting out and about and how that can support our well-being what are some of the ways that people living in care homes can um can stay connected by getting outside um it's really important that we're connected with with people we know and love and also with with other people and with new people and with new possibilities. But being connected with nature is a really important part as well of of that connection that we that we yearn for as human beings. Um, And there's some really interesting research where people connected with nature are usually happier in life and say life is more worthwhile, which I think is I think is great. Um, so part and parcel of working with with care services and health services about just that reminder of how important nature is. Um, and it's vital to, for our emotional and psychological and f- physical well-being. And I know um, we've all experienced, you know, be, maybe being in somewhere and you, you step out into the garden you step out onto a balcony or you you know walk through a park or a garden or a field and you can just feel your shoulders drop everything slowing down and you're really taking notice of what's about you and there are so yeah. many diff- different ways to um to foster that connection even in small ways um because in terms of connecting with nature there's 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 that idea about being in nature and it can be in a garden it can be you know walking along a road looking at a verge it can be indoor plants or window boxes it could be parks or mountains it can even be looking at nature documentaries if you're indoors and one of the things or sort of many of the things about connecting is it's about connecting in different ways it's about that touch you know, touching a bark or a flower or a leaf, and it's 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 listening intently, or feeling the soil, or reflecting on a on a favourite walk. Yeah. Um, you know, even thinking about your connections with, with um. You know, with nature is so important. Yeah, that's lovely. That actually reminds me of a story when I was visiting a care home service as part of the Anslaw project. 
and I was having a conversation with two activities um, staff members and we were sitting in a in a room but it had patio doors and as we were speaking the doors that were closed but as we were speaking we all got very hot and warm it was a warm sunny day the spring sun was shining in and we actually ended up opening up the patio doors and all of a sudden our ears were filled with this most beautiful bird song and we actually stopped and we listened and we connected with the bird song but then that actually brought a lovely moment where we were able to talk about the experience so we had that shared experience together which actually promoted connection you know although we were doing a kind of more formal interview for the Anslaw project um, but it was actually a real moment of connection where we connected with nature and the bird song but then we had that connection together as we were able to discuss and reflect so I'm interested in thinking you mentioned some ways that for people who can't maybe get outside because of their health needs or maybe they just don't have as many opportunities and you mentioned some ways that care home staff could bring the outside world in. I'm just wondering if we could chat a bit more about that. I think it's really, really helpful. Yeah, sure. And um, yeah, because there's there's the getting out beyond where you normally live, isn't it? That's that's fabulous to be able to get to see somewhere new or somewhere different, or maybe to get out into the garden where you are and spot the, the seasons changing. If it's impossible for you to get outside, though, I would really urge uh, care workers and families and friends to really think about supporting their their older relative to get outside, so they can, you know, feel feel the breeze on their face or feel the mist. But if it's impossible to get outside, you can. Um, there's lots of ways to. Follow the seasons from indoors, you know, to bring a seat to the window where somebody can sit and spot what's going out on outdoors and look at the seasons developing. Because time's, you know, time it reminds me uh, reminds us of life cycles. It reminds us of, you know, that once the daffodils are gone, that the tulips and the bluebells will will be along. And that that lovely that lovely view you can have. Um, you know, I, I just outside where I am sitting here, I've got a, a bird table and it's fantastic to see the birds coming along. So if you're indoors, maybe there's a, a cheap old pair of binoculars that somebody could have. So it's kind of being connected to the outside, even though we're inside. And then also bringing, you know, window boxes or planting plants indoors. Um, there's a lovely organisation you might have heard of called Trellis which you, you can find online and they're about, um, you know, health through horticulture. And it's 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 all about they've got lovely fact sheets about fantastic things to do indoors um, for for care care uh, providers. And they really remind us about, you know, taking the time, even, you know, if somebody's growing rosemary and being able to smell it and taste it in, in uh, you know maybe it can be put into into the dishes that are being made in, in, in the care home uh, and to feel it that 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 feeling and and that getting your your fingers into the soil and planting and then 
taking responsibility for another living thing to help yeah. something grow. It's just absolutely beautiful. So there yeah. are lots of ways. Yeah, I'm also thinking there with people who have got more advanced dementia, that touch and that kind of reflection um, and that kind of sensory stuff um, can really help um, to connect. So um, thinking about that for people with advanced dementia, there's lots of kind of creative ways that we can bring the outside in if people are not able to get outside. So that's um, really a good reminder for us. I'm also thinking a bit about intergenerational work and I know there's been a lot of focus on that and some of the ways um, that maybe I've seen some examples where nursery children have maybe been allowed to play in the garden or they've had their sports day in the garden of the care home um, or just even coming just to play um, with a read books so I'm just wondering if you've got any examples of um, kind of intergenerational work of how that supported people to get out and about. Um, I think there's lovely examples from all over the country where you know when care services really think about how again that human connection and how we we all love seeing the life of, of youngsters about and being connected with them that there's there's lots of possibilities and it's just a matter of uh, thinking together what, what what would make sense and ways that it's not just the children doing something and the older people looking but together they're involved in small ways whether that is um you know re an older person listening to somebody reading a book on a bench in the garden um uh you know trying out fun games together and so on and Younger people really benefit from time spent with older folk who have the time and the interest and the positive, uh, you know, the positive emotional energy uh, to be with a young person um, and vice versa. So there are lovely possibilities. And the great thing is it'll be very unique to the folk who are living there and the local school or nursery or primary school, secondary school, college. There's lots of ways to bring that intergenerational thing. And you were mentioning about, you know, different people being involved because, of course, it's not just the care services and the care care workers, but it's um, families who are coming to visit because oftentimes folk, um, you know, need to be reminded that absolutely go outside, use the garden, go for a walk. Um, it, it's a lovely thing. You, and, and sometimes it can be easier than maybe sitting. And if conversation is a, is a difficulty, how lovely it is to go out and just stop at a, at a flower bed or a tree and, and just be. And sometimes that connection with nature can, can really help in, in, you know, with difficult visits and so on. Yeah. Um, and also, I suppose a lot of services had invested a lot of money and time to support outdoor visiting when indoor restrictions didn't allow. So I know I've seen some lovely domes or garden sheds or just gazebos even, because I know some older people may find the cold, but even just getting wrapped up with a coat and a scarf and a hat and just having that opportunity to just sit and have a cup of tea outside um, and making, you know, making that into an opportunity and an activity which can support connection as well yeah 
and actually what you've just said there, Barbara, reminds me of um, I remember being in a care home where um, in order to help, you know, facilitate getting into the garden quite often rather than it being something that people just did in the odd occasion, you know, that by the, the doors were always open, it easily, you know, easily open, openable, they weren't locked or anything. And right by the door, there was, um, you know, sun cream, sun hats, umbrellas. So they were right there scarves and hats you didn't have to go somewhere to find the thing that you needed before going out you could just think oh that looks nice and just you know even take an umbrella if it was raining if if, if that was safe for you to do so and step outside so um there's some lovely examples of how care services support folk to get get outdoors because they know how great it is for you know, lowering stress and helping people's mood improve. It's just lovely. Yeah. And I know some services have started or they've been restarted their strollers clubs where family members and volunteers have been involved in supporting to take people living in care homes out for a walk or down for a stroll um, or down near where I live, down um, along the Esplanade. And it's been a real opportunity for people who don't have family members of their own that maybe, uh, you know, a gentleman who's in to, to support his wife and they've maybe got two kind of older daughters or grown up children or younger children and then they've been able to push other people that maybe need support in a wheelchair or to take the arm of someone so it can be a real opportunity to um, to connect with others and um, so there's loads of different opportunities where people um, can get involved um, I'm also just reminded of the one of the in parts in the information in the literature review that we produced as part of the Anne's Law project and many older people do rely on their family members to get them outside um, and I suppose that's a real opportunity for family members to be connected um, but also I know staff um, with the, the current pressures that staff have, I suppose it's trying to look creatively. Well, if we, you know, if we're struggling here, how can we involve the wider community um, to get involved with these types of activities? Yeah, and um, <clears throat> something that you people might be interested in looking up is, um, I'm sure you've heard of an organisation called Paths for All. And Paths for All um, have fabulous range of volunteers right over the country and, and they run health walks and they also run um, dementia friendly walks where folk with dementia can, can go along and really enjoy the walk in a really safe and secure way and sometimes I you know I've have heard of a care home getting onto the local paths for all and through that connection the paths for all uh, walking group came by the care home one or two people from the care home joined them and off they went. Uh, and again, that lovely connection with what's happening in the community. Uh, we don't need to do it all ourselves because there are some fabulous third sector and local organisations just outside our door as well. Yep, no, that's great. Well, thank you, Louise. That's been really a great conversation. Lots to think about and really look forward to hearing some of the, the ways that care homes can help people stay connected with the outside and the benefits that that can have. So thank you very much, Louise, for coming on today's episode. You're welcome.